I'm Mike Carlucci, and we're live here. The confetti is going. We've got candles. We've got balloons. Minute 100. Oh wait, we're not. We're not done with the podcast just yet. Oh no, well, not, not quite. <laughs> we're at minute 100 though, and we've got our special guest back, my brother Nate, living up Return to Oz for the first time in decades. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going good. And I got a lot of problems with this scene, so I can't wait to get into it. Oh my God, I'm so I have. So many questions from this minute. And I have watched this in the last 25 years. Quite a bit. And even so, this makes no sense. So I will do the recap really quickly so we can get into it. Minute 100 begins with a random woman explaining everything. Well, she's one of the dancing Grecian head ladies restored to her body. She and the other woman who was a featured mommy head are flanking the cage giving exposition, and it ends with Belina telling Dorothy she's going to stay in Oz. That I don't have a problem with. That I love. All right. So we find out who Ozma is, how she's here, who her dad was, what Mombi's role in all this was. And you'd think it'd be great because we're getting exposition and it's done really well. Like it's within the context of the movie, but it, what? Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Where do we want to begin? <laughs> what kind of message are we sending to our children with this scene? We, inter- <laughs> we introduce Ozma as, quote, the rightful ruler. And okay. kids are watching this movie presumably idolizing the protagonists here. So are we teaching kids that monarchy is the way forward? Monarchy trumps merit? That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, how is Ozma qualified to be a ruler? She's like eight and spent the last hundred years trapped in a mirror. How is she fit to rule? Well, her dad was king before the wizard came, so obviously. And how, how did the wizard depose of the king? Seriously! It makes no sense. What was the wizard's role in this? And yet she was allowed to just chill while the wizard was in charge? And then the wizard was replaced by a bag of hay. A sentient talking bag of hay. And then Bobby showed up. Like, this is one of those stories that when you're just watching the minute through, when you're just listening to it, it seems like it would make sense. So, so Ozma is the rightful ruler of Oz because her father was the king of Oz before the wizard came. But she was brought up as Mombi's slave and imprisoned in exchange for the 30 heads. Yes. Some gift. But but the minute you start pulling that apart, it makes no sense. Like, it, I, I get why the Gnome King would want her kept secret and bribe Mombi. And so Mombi was like, yeah, I'm getting something out of this. Cool. No big deal. But, like, what happened to her dad? And how did he just know that... She could trap her in a mirror. Like, how do you come up with that approach? Like, oh, do you, do you mind Do you mind putting this Ozma girl into the mirror for me? Like, why would you even be speculating that that was possible? Yeah. Well, and she... we don't actually see Mombi do or perform any magic whatsoever. We know oh. that she used the, the powder on Jack because we're told that. But for a witch, Mombi doesn't use her magic on Dorothy. She uses a stick to kind of beat the wheelers and... Yeah, we, we heard that she somehow p- 
put uh, Ozma into the mirror. Realistically, yeah. those wheelers should have mauled her when she tried to hit them with a stick. Yeah. Realistically. And, and again, the time does not make sense. If her dad was king before the wizard came, but then the wizard and the scarecrow, like, but she was brought up as the slave. Why would she be brought up as Princess Mombi's slave if her dad was the king? It's It makes no sense. And then we also get into Mombi's magical powers, which apparently Dorothy has removed? When did that happen? Yeah, somehow in the request of, like, returning all of Oz to to normal, I guess Mombi lost her powers? Side effect of some sort? Oh my god. And I think Ozma, like, really overreacts to that lust. Like, it's this huge tragedy and this huge punishment. Oh no, you have to live like a regular human being. How will you ever do that? I definitely forgive all your horrible crimes now that you have that awful punishment of having to live the way everybody else lives. Why did the women on either side who had their heads taken go along with this? Why aren't they like, uh, hey queen, can we get some justice over here? Yeah, wouldn't you be a little more mad if your head was taken? I would. And then the ruler's just like, it's okay. She's gonna have to live out the rest of her life like a normal person. That's enough for me. It's like, it's not enough for me. And as we, as we saw in the script last week, uh, there, were, there was an exchange between Jack and one of the, the dancing girls, and he, he asked which, which head she was, and she's like, oh, number 22. So th- the, two, the two women who are kind of guarding slash escorting the, the prisoner, they remember when they were just a head in a cage uh, <laughs> being stored in Mombi's collection. Restitution money to pay for all the therapy they're going to need for the rest of their lives. They seem to have made a full recovery, though. Oh, they've got a good head on their shoulders. Yeah. Oh, God. Why did we allow this to happen? No, it's um, So, yeah. And you'd think, well, maybe we're going to get some explanation of all that. Nope. Mombi agrees that, yep, that's the worst punishment you could give me. Well, yeah, well I guess we'll give the ruby slippers to Ozma. Okay, moving on to the next thing in the movie. <laughs> well, while we're while we're still still on this part, so yes. in the script, yes. in in the script, it's a little bit different. Now we we know from the books, Ozma has a completely different origin story, oh, and it's you know it's not even comparable. Uh, but forget for forgetting the books, taking how they've formed all the characters together for this one. This same story goes a little bit different, differently. So the head, uh, I think it's, is it head number four? It's one of the heads that Dorothy talks to. I think the, the authoritative yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, she, she goes on to say that her father was Pastoria, king of Oz before the wizard came. He sold his daughter, Ozma, to Mombi in exchange for a potion which guaranteed eternal life. But when he realized what he had done, he was so ashamed of himself that he killed himself out of remorse. And Mombi then adds, which was a waste of a good potion. So that's kind of, like, not similar. No. That, the whole, a king wanting eternal life and trading his family and then killing himself, that came up in the Gnome King entrapping the family of Ev in the graphic novel that I read. Um, but, but yeah, Ozma was a separate thing from that. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the king of Ev who had done that. And, and the Gnome King's thing was, well, he forfeited his right to get his family back because I gave him what he asked for. Like, the contract had been fulfilled. We were done. It's not my fault what he did next. Yeah. So, and I'm lost. Yeah. So I think 
that must be where they got that story from. But yeah, it had nothing to do with Ozma, who had her own crazy raised as Tip, I think was his name, thing going yeah. on. So that, yeah, that's a totally new, oh my god, did they just not want to mention suicide in a Disney movie? I, I, I'm thinking selling your daughter as a slave for eternal life and then I mean, killing yourself. Either, but. It's it's poetic, <laughs> but probably not really where Disney wanted this to go. Yeah. I mean that's that's really dark, even for this movie. Yeah. Even in a quick line like that. It does it it does uh, explain why Ozma didn't descend to the throne because I guess the monarch yeah. uh, committed. What, regicide? Yeah. And, uh... And the wizard would have just been fulfilling a power vacuum. Yeah. Filling a power vacuum. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, so that makes sense. The king was already gone. She was enslaved. So the wizard was able to take over this land that didn't have a ruler. Yeah, when the wizard showed up, he was, he was, uh... He was probably like when Lando came to Bespin... Filled the power vacuum of mayor, and, you know, he was he was good. He, they didn't attract the attention of the mining guild or the empire. Yeah. I wish Lando was in this movie. Agreed. That'd be a total curveball if Lando came out of the mirror instead of Ozma. Oh. <laughs> Especially in 1985. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Oh, they probably God. couldn't afford him. Why, hello? What have we here? Ooh. Oh, no! No. <laughs> that's, no, that's... Yikes. Well, maybe he's talking to someone else. Yeah, maybe one of the... Uh, maybe he's talking to uh, the, the, the imprisoned witch. Yeah. No, the dancing girls. I think he would be all about that look. I agree. Toga's caves, they'd get along well. And ultimately, that's definitely what Mike meant. Y- yes, obviously. <laughs> Jeez. You're a good brother. <laughs> I, I meant to someone once he got through the mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I have another comment on this scene. I just like, I don't know if any of your listeners want to, um, you know, remember all the way back to episode 98. Uh, I, I believe in that episode I was criticizing Dorothy for her um, decision-making process where she thought she had no choice but to return to Kansas, which I thought was weird because... Her life sucked there and was awesome here in Oz, so how was it no choice? Even her chicken recognized that there was no choice and chose to stay. Absolute no-brainer. Dorothy, how did you not see that? I, oh my God. I don't get it. It's so great. So, yeah, the next thing we see, because, you know, we don't have any of this discussion of her father in the movie. It just literally is Dorothy putting the ruby slippers on Ozma. She says, you know, you're going to rule Oz, wish me back to Kansas. So Ozma's, you know, I'm going to look in on you from time to time. I can bring you back to Oz whenever you want to visit. Okay, cool. And so everyone starts saying goodbye. And Belina's like, bye, Dorothy. And she turns around and is like, wait, what the heck? And Belina's like, why would I go back to Kansas? Yeah, that's an absolute no-brainer. <laughs> I really kind of want to stand to cheer. And also... We get more great shots of Belina with the key around her neck, on her pillow. Like, someone was carrying her in. She is practically worshipped as a goddess here. All the people who were threatened to eat her are imprisoned or gone. So, I love it. She's a smart lady. 
And what does she call it? A humdrum world? Yeah, a humdrum world. Stupid humdrum Stupid world. world. Oh, yeah, she is not messing around. She's just like, Kansas, Oz, yeah. So in, in the script, it's slightly different. Mock. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Someone will get that. Oh, I, I got it. I don't know why, but I liked it. <laughs> So in in the script it it's it's less punchy, uh, but Belina says no, and I must say, Dorothy, my dear, that you are foolish to want to go back into that stupid oh, humdrum oh. world again. It's like that's not Belina, Dorothy, my dear. No, but Belina's just Belina just says what's on her mind, and that's it. Well, I think yeah. that the, the obstacle they probably hit there is once that was out there, how could they possibly have her decide not to listen to that advice? Well, that's... Then again, they yeah. Not, not go back, I guess. That's an alternate Yeah. Ending. I mean, I do like that Ozma has promised, like, you can come back and visit. No big deal. I got this. Yeah. Like, that makes it, that makes her life incredible. Mm-hmm. So she is going to be, well, she can't be in two places at once, but she can be in both places. So, problem Pr- solved. Pretty decent compromise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to work out okay. Um, so one thing I hadn't brought up, and I want to make sure to get it in while we're still in this room, I, or I think I mentioned it really briefly when we were parading in. So you may recall that this room is literally paneled in mirrors. The floor is mirror under that carpet. The ceiling was mirror. And we had said, oh, wow, how impressive that they filmed in this mirrored room and we don't see the camera. And yes, that is very impressive. Do you know what really sucks? Filming in a mirrored room. (laughs) Because there are these things. They're called lights. They emit heat in addition to light. So many people passed out during the filming of these scenes. Because it was so hot in this room. And think about how many people are in full costumes. Oh, there's people who are... Yeah, they're wearing hats. They're wearing masks. Yeah. There's a there's a marching band. There's a person in the lion. Yes, I mean, there's a person wearing like 400 pounds of fur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under these lights that are being magnified by the mirrors. I wanted to say there's someone with a pumpkin on their head, but I don't think that's a person. No. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's a person. I don't know if we have any here. I thought the neck looked too much like a stick in this scene. Yeah, sometimes I'm trying to think if uh, most of the ones I've noticed, it's it's the puppet. It's definitely a very thin neck. Um, oh no, it's I think it is the puppet because so at like second fifty seven, mm-hmm. you can see Jack's hands holding Belina. Yep. And they're definitely they're they're like. Oh yeah, like, those are they're those puppet are definitely type the hands. puppet. I was wondering if maybe if maybe they had. The, the actor in, in the suit to hold the chicken, but it's definitely a prop holding another that prop. That is definitely, yeah. Although, I'm trying to look um, in the scenes before that. So, like, 53, where does this start? Like, 47 to 53? Yeah. I'm trying to look if that is uh, the turtleneck or if it's just the stick. I can't see because someone behind him is also wearing brown, so it's all kind of one thing. Yeah, it looks and like he like, might be wearing a scarf. But I can't, it's, 
It's just not high enough resolution to really yeah, pick out that Yeah, if I blow it up, it's completely blurry, so it, it could be, but either way, the Scarecrow can't be too comfortable either. Um, so yeah, this was, and it's, it's one of those, um, I think that was one of the first pieces of trivia I ever learned about Return to Oz, was like how hot it was filming these scenes and how miserable everyone was, even though it's like the happy triumphant ending of the movie. Uh, but yeah, people, pe- multiple people apparently fainted on set from the heat. But still better than Kansas, according to Belina. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she lived in a chicken coop that had been destroyed by a tornado and a fire. Yeah. Here, she, she lives on a pillow. Family situation is kind of lacking back home. <laughs> yeah, everyone was judging her for her egg production. <laughs> Alright, well that brings us to the... End of this minute, unless anyone has any other notes about it. Nope. No. Right. Uh, well, yep. Mine my, my ends on the smart lady for Belina, so we'll see the rest of her goodbyes tomorrow. And uh, listeners who maybe are following along and haven't watched this movie, don't worry. We're, we're in the home stretch, but we're not done with this movie yet. How on earth can someone make it this far and not have watched the movie? (laughs) I don't think we have anyone doing that, but I have heard of it with other podcasts. To anyone out there, if you are, whatever's wrong with you, it's no little thing. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, we will see you tomorrow back here in Oz, although apparently not for much longer. In the meantime, uh, Mike, do you want to start us off today? Weog. Tiog. Piog. Piog.